Can you say girls rock? Girls rock. <laughs> Perfect. Well done. Mayday, bitches. with Amanda Shani and Colleen. My name is Colleen. My, My name is Amanda. <laughs> and I'm Shani. Now go. Is that you, Daddy? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> We're off to a running start here. <laughs> All right, come on. Alex was sitting with me for a little while while Daddy finished band practice. You have anything you want to say? Why, yes. Why, yes? Okay, well, what is it? I know. What? I don't know. You don't know. Alex has started taking to spelling some of his answers out. Ooh, very impressive. Because we're learning our sight words, pre-K, right? Okay, well, we're focused on the, the very interesting headphones. We also spent the evening watching YouTube videos on how to make a Muppet. Yep. Yep. What is your, what's your Muppet going to be made out of? Ooh, you got to talk faster than that. People are falling asleep here. Fabric. Fabric? Mm-hmm. What kind of fabric? A uh, pink fabric. A sock. Daddy's sock. That's his puppet. I'm sorry, there's a difference between a Muppet and a puppet. We had a gateway drug, which was the sock puppet that we're working on. Oh. Mm. I had to post a picture so people can see when it's done. Yep. <laughs> yes, please. I would love to see it. Is there anything else you want to tell everybody before you go? Bye-bye. <laughs> okay, then. Bye-bye. All right, buddy. Have a good night, okay? Bye-bye. 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 Sweet dreams. Toodles. <laughs> Toodles. <laughs> All right. Love you. Good night. <laughs> All right. All right. Go with Daddy. Okay. All right. Bye. He was so chatty until we hit record, and then all of a sudden yep. he was like, "Oh, I didn't want a record. I didn't want a record of what I had to say." <laughs> <laughs> it's like putting the camera on, and I stopped doing the cute thing. Exactly. Anyways, hello. <laughs> hello. Uh, Zachary is is still on his third week of track out, so he is at Jack and Cindy's from tonight until Thursday afternoon. So. Nice. Yeah. He was like, I'll see you on Thursday. And I was like, no, you have a baseball game tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow. And you could tell he was kind of like, oh, I thought I had like a mom-free week again. <laughs> <laughs> Not Wait, really. Chat out? So uh, when you go to year-round school here, it's nine weeks on and three weeks uh. off. And the schools, uh, the school calendar is broken up into three different tracks. Track one, mm-hmm. two, three, four. And when you're on your three-week break, it's called track out because the other three are in school. Right. Forgot the terminology. But yeah. That makes sense. And that's great. Year-round school is I love great. it. I know it's, it's tough. Great learning, too. So you don't it, just, like, yeah. forget everything over the summer. It truly is. Like, sound. Yes. Like... It's great for learning, working parents. I know that it's really tough for people who come from the north or from somewhere else 
where they're just like, what? No summer break? I had a summer break. I don't like this. And I'm like, are you serious right now? Like, <laughs> If I were a teacher, I would have a hard time with it for that reason. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you get paid all year round. Right. Well, Whereas yeah. in, Everybody else that In works. North Carolina, the I'm pretty, no, I know this, that teachers don't get paid for that summer vacation months unless they do like the wow. uh, extra help, extra help cans. What's what, you know, uh. Summer school. Summer school. Thank you. Which I'm sure there's probably, they probably call it something else at this point. No, I, I think it is summer classes because Zachary's uh, second grade teacher was telling us how, because we had, we had, um, I don't know, some like end of the year conference thing. And we, you know, asked her um, about her. We, I don't know, we just make small talk. And she was mentioning how she was going to have just the one week off. And then she was going to be teaching the summer school classes for extra money in between. Um, yeah. So, cool. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Damn. I know. I get really mad. I, I've really been able to, since 2021, harness my... No, really kidding. Since I started medicating myself on January 1st, 2022, I've gotten a lot better about not letting internet stuff bother me. <laughs> Gray hair growth has slowed down as well, so... Correlation? Causation? Not sure, but whatever. Um, I like to think that they're directly caused, but... <laughs> Where's going with this is? Um, I've let a lot of internet things like kind of not get to me anymore, but I get really mad still whenever I see people on like local news or next door screaming about how if teachers wanted to get paid year round, then they should get a job where they work year round. And I want to be like, you are a fucking monster. <laughs> if you think yeah. that, stop and check yourself because you are a fucking monster. <laughs> the end. I'm right? a teacher for a couple of years. What? But also, go be a teacher. Yeah, go be a teacher yeah. then. Because yeah. it's like you don't realize how much like they're working outside yeah. of the school. Exactly. So like it is the amount of hours of a full yeah. year like the rest of us. It's but just... their work day ends at three, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Just <laughs> broke it up differently. <laughs> Talk to There's a lot more Saturdays. Dawn. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then also like you know pay out of your pocket to you know like furnish your classroom. Right, you pay out of your pocket to do that. And you, right. and and uh, in most states still, like North Carolina, even they they raised. Oh my God, it was maybe five or six years ago. They did a bump in salary for starting salary for teachers, but it's still not that much for the amount of work that they do. You know. Well, I am very excited to be voting in North Carolina. I'm so said. excited. I got my in between last week and this week. I also got a thing in the mail that. Um, it felt like the title wasn't as like sort of neutral. It was like justice is on the ballot, and then it's like, oh, you got the same thing I did that I sent the picture of. We got mm-hmm. our voter guide. Strange thing for a nonpartisan thing to like if it's just information simply about. But anyway, that is neither here nor there. I also got our um, absentee ballots and opened them and saw like again, like yes, I either have to have them signed. Uh, by two fucking witnesses Please or get notarized. notarized. And I'm like, I don't know two fucking people. Let me notarize it. I'm so excited. You could be my fourth notarization yeah, since I got it in April. Anyway, <laughs> but like, I shouldn't have to drop to get it fucking notarized. Like, this is, it's so interesting because like, you hear about like all these states that are, you know, making it more difficult for people to vote. And it was just sort of like intellectually, it was like, yeah, that's really bad. And like, we shouldn't do that. But like, then when you go someplace where it's like, oh, it, it, and it's not, 
it's not going to stop me from voting, obviously, but like I can see how there are some people that probably wouldn't go through the trouble of it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, just because mm-hmm. and it's just just make voting as easy as possible. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Oh, so I'm very annoyed about that. And I think, yeah, like I think I would just rather maybe we'll try to do like some the early voting. Can we like surrender our ballot to them? And just fucking early vote in person because that's yeah, going to be easier than going to like a bank or some shit to get our goddamn ballots notarized. <laughs> no, I mean we would be like I could make an appointment at a bank and go to the bank, but it's just like why? Why do I have to get everything notarized in North Carolina? It's just it. So I would rather just go in person if I'm gonna have to go somewhere physically. I would rather just then like. Early voting truly mm. is easy in this state. Like, or it, it was in 2020. It, it's because it, you can go to any polling place. Like, it doesn't have to be your district, like, on the day of. And that does make it easier. And there are sites that will give you the um, the wait times of the polling district, uh, the polling uh, stations in your area. So you can refresh them every so often. Because that's what we did in 2020. We kept refreshing. Wait, that's cool. Well, in 2020, there were waits, but that's just also. I've also never lived in honestly I've never lived in a place where I had to wait in line there's never been a line when I've well, I, I don't know if it's like small town living or what because like in Montana I never had to wait and my polling place was a block away at my middle school and in Monterey I never had to wait and I, I don't know if it was just there were more polling places for fewer people or I mean mathematically that would that would be logical but I, I don't know like and the amount of polling locations. Like, I, I've had various experiences in the various places I've lived across uh, yeah. New York where, you know, there's been voting times where I've waited hours. And then there's been times where I just walk on in and drop my ballot and it's done. So yeah. I think it just depends on I agree. where your voting location is, how populated, how many people voted early. Like, yeah, how many voting stations they can fit into the location i feel like there's just so many different factors that yeah um also this week this past a couple days ago i was invited to join the nra so it's been it's been a couple of days weird um cool was it just like spam mail did they know you no it was an actual person that i met at this running club and I kind of knew from stuff that she had said the first time that she was like into that. And I was telling Frank, like, you know, when she's, I didn't say anything in response. Like, I didn't know, like, what, how to respond. And uh. um, even when like everyone tells me about the church they go to and all this and that, it's like, do I answer like, oh, cool, I'm an atheist. Like, <laughs> it feels like a little too aggressive. But also, if they're comfortable enough to like be telling me about their religion, then why shouldn't I be? You know. So anyway, all oh, I know questions. it's it's such an uncomfortable like feeling. I get it. Yeah. So anyway, like mentions were made of the NRA like last week, and I didn't say anything. And then this week it came up again, and she's a very nice lady, um, and she's like, "Oh, if you're interested," like, and I was like, "Oh, well, you know." I appreciate the thought, but I'm actually really staunchly anti-gun, so that's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> you shared some information about you, and now I'm going to share some information yeah. about me. <laughs> and she was, like, super nice about it. She was like, oh, I hope you don't hold it against me. Which Frank was like, see, you know, she knows it's wrong if she said that. <laughs> it's like, well, I don't, I don't know if that's eh, – whatever. Anyway, um, so, yeah. Right. I am officially no longer in Kansas. 
No, you are not. But you're in a run club, and you had your first uh, choir performance this weekend. How did it go? It was great. We made people cry. It was wonderful. (laughs) Oh, do you have any video? Um, no. So they, the director, like, did record it, and he's gonna like put it together and stuff. But they don't have the rights to put it on online or anything. Um, So I'll have maybe like a link that I could share with you, ladies. Yeah, Um, Yeah, it's like perform. Yeah, no, it was it was really, really, really moving. Really, really good. Really, but the the piece itself is again about a man whose wife died of cancer, and it's like their whole story from meeting and falling in love, having kids, getting cancer, dying. So it's. I understand the crying now. Yeah, and it was it was like hard to rehearse, honestly, and I was afraid that it I would it would be like really hard to perform. But I, I don't know, somehow like I was able to steal myself for the performance. But then I, I like heard people like sniffling in the Aww. in the audience, and I, and I was like I was like we're we're being effective. Like we're, <laughs> keep going, keep going. We're doing the thing. Like that's what's supposed. You know, yeah. So it was really good. Well, I hope I can make it to your next one. Yeah, next one will be a Christmas concert. Oh, the best. Oh, yeah. yay. Like a Christmas concert. Yeah. Do you know what date? December 10th. All right. It's going to be here before we know it. It really is. Yeah. yeah. Hold, please. I'm going into my phone, and I'm going to put this in there. I don't think I have anything on December 10th. Oh. Mm. Wait, what time you- is it? It's not at like 11 o'clock in the morning, right? No, it's at 7.30 p.m. Oh, thank God. Okay. I got to see that fucking Disney on Ice shit on December 10th, but that's at 10.30 a.m. Okay. (laughs) Plenty of time. Plenty of time. It's also Eddie's birthday. Good times. What a day. And it was a date. I knew that date sounded familiar. Yeah. It was a day that Jay... Other you know, a date that happens every year. Yeah. Yeah. It was a day that Jay finally graduated from college after like eight years of it. Nice. (laughs) Undergrad. Very important day. It's a very very important important day. day. I remember that day. Anyway, so next week is our annual Zoom Halloween costume party. We will be reporting on Tuesday, October 25th. That will be at 9 o'clock because that was what the poll said. I'm sorry, Shandy. That's okay. It was by... You all the more time to put your costume together. That's true. I finally figured out what it's going to be. Ooh. Ooh. I won't say anymore. Okay. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. I mean, it's nothing to get super excited about, but Nope, too late. Already super excited. <laughs> too late. I'm excited because I don't even know what we're gonna do yet. And this is stressing yeah. me out because it's October 17th, and usually I have my costume by now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so taking suggestions. <laughs> so Halloween is really fun, but it's also kind of stressful. It's so stressful. Yeah. Because uh-huh. I never know what to be, and then I feel like all stressed out that I've got to like think of something clever, and yes, yes, then yes. I just kind of you know melt in front of the under the pressure, <laughs> and then I just so this year I'm just going with a vibe, you know. I'm warning you all net right now, it's not so much a costume as it's going to be just a vibe. Cool, I like it. Yeah, I like it too. Yeah, I just I can't. I can Still better. It's too much pressure. Still better than. You know, me, we just nothing. Yeah, but you, I'm like, sure this, you'll, this is your yeah. ish. You'll figure it out. I'll figure yeah. it out. I'll figure it out. Uh, I hope I figure it out. You will. You will. You will. You okay. Will. So, speaking of Halloween, tonight is the night that we are going to be discussing Halloween movies. Yes. Uh, Grab your flashlights and your candy corn. Let's talk about Halloween movies. <laughs> So we both watched Hocus Pocus. We all three of us watched Hocus Pocus and Beetlejuice. I watched The Monsters. 
It was fucking terrible. It was so awful. It was a struggle to get through. Really? Mm, Yes. Every, like a new monsters or like yes twenty twenty two, okay because it was Rob Zombie, Rob oh, Zombie's right, the right, monsters right. on Netflix right right right. It wasn't that it was terrible. It was terrible, but it wasn't that it was terrible. It was boring. It was so boring. Like mm. spoiler alert, just get this one out of the way. So Herman Munster gets cre- uh, Lily is like Lily is dating Herman Munster gets created in a lab. They fall in love, blah, 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 blah. The brother tricks Herman into signing over the castle. I think this is possibly maybe origin story-y, like canon, I don't know. But, like, there's never any repercussions to that. They just pick up and move to America and get rich there. And that's it. There's no, like, struggle. There's no, uh, no climax. No anything. It's just, uh, very, uh, boring. And I was like, why is this movie an hour and 50 minutes long and how can I make it stop? But then I was like, well, maybe it'll get better. And then I just thought, well, you've committed this far. Just watch the last 20 minutes. Yeah, that's hard. So, but uh, the guy that plays Grandpa is um, Doc Arts from Lost and Jorge Garcia is in it from Lost. So there's that connection. Anybody out there listening? Anyway, I don't really recommend i don't even think like it's a thing that kids would like like it's not even like a dumb like rated g or pg movie it was just boring (laughs) (laughs) so yeah the end um what do we want to start with beetlejuice or hocus pocus 2 that's tough beetlejuice 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 all right (laughs) nice (laughs) amanda was this your first time seeing beetlejuice the movie was wow. I, I know Daniel was surprised too. I was like, I was a real scaredy cat as a kid, like the shrunken head, and just like, just I saw enough of it to be like, mm, no, too scary, not gonna do it. <laughs> it's not that scary. I just was a very, I was a very scared child. What did you think? Is, okay, the, the shrunken head uh, stuck out to me as a kid too, and now I'm wondering if that was some of the inspiration for those stupid shrunken heads in Harry Potter. I actually had the exact same thought. Oh, my God. I did, too. I have not had that thought. We're very clever, guys. I literally wrote that down. Shrunken heads, Harry Potter. That's so funny. (laughs) So I I saw Beetlejuice when I was little. And I was, like, scared of it, too, but also kind of, like, intrigued. Um, And I was, like, too young to know who Tim Burton was so Mm -hmm. i didn't i didn't like carry that with me into adulthood so i literally did not know it was a tim burton film when i started it like the other day like it had it didn't even register because i really and like i couldn't really remember how it ended i you know there's like the key scenes that you remember but anyway so when i saw that and then watching the movie it was like obviously this is tim burton (laughs) like so obviously painfully obviously but um yeah but the cast I love it. Catherine O'Hara, yeah. Winona oh, Ryder, like the good. young Winona Ryder, the oh principal gosh, from so Ferris Bueller. Yeah, yep. that's right. Also, yeah. Alec Baldwin in that very short period yeah. of time when he was legitimately attractive. <laughs> yeah, very, <laughs> very thin, very handsome. Yeah. I know when uh, Jay wanted to watch it with me, but oh yeah, he did. He did watch this with me. I'm sorry, it was Hocus Pocus two that he didn't get to watch with me. But like Alec Baldwin comes on screen, and he's like, man. I always forget, like, this is, like, 
the like one or two films where he's like legitimately like that's hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, great cast though. Great Gina cast. Davis. Gina, Gina Davis. Davis. How yeah. could we not even mention her? I know. I love her. I know. No, it was uh, it was really fun. So from 1988, yeah. So I was thinking, like, I don't know when I saw it. I mean, obviously, I didn't see it when I was four, but that's when it came out. It was when we were four. The, it, I mean, it's very 80s. Like they're smoking at the dinner table. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that was wild. Um, oh, Gabby. And like my question throughout the whole thing is, why didn't they read the fucking manual? Like, just read the manual. Entitled white people from Connecticut. (laughs) (laughs) You're dead. What else do you have to do? Read the manual. Are you not? Are you not curious about like the fact that you're dead and this is the only information that you can get? But uh, yeah. Well, in Um, their defense, they did try to read the manual, and they seem to have gotten bored and or confused. They did get confused. I okay, but still, like you could just like slog through it. Um. Yeah. I want to hear what Amanda has to say when you're done, Shandy, about your first viewing experience. Because just like how you guys were excited, my Hocus Pocus uh, opinion last year, I'm excited how a grown-up person views (laughs) Beetlejuice as a grown-up person for the first time. And whether or not it's, like, you know, childhood bias or um, Robin Thicke, Miley Cyrus uh, gyrating bias or... Remember when he wore that fucking Beetlejuice suit when they did that um, oh, duet on MTV yeah, Music Awards? Yeah, she, she did. She wore the Beetlejuice suit. Was it her? I know one of them the wore v- the Beetlejuice suit. It was the VMAs suit. one year, I feel like. Okay. It was like a VMA when we were like a little too old to like be really aware of the VMAs. It was like the VMAs like 2012, 2013 era. Because yeah. it was right before Zach was born, if I remember correctly. Yeah, but anyway... Or uh, does it hold up, like, for a grown-up to watch it the first time? It's not, like, pretty creepy. Uh, Like, Beetlejuice himself is, like, trying to, you know. Yeah. Grabbing women, trying to look under their skirts, trying to marry a minor. Yeah, it's kind of like he was um, doing his best Bill Murray as an old person. In case anybody doesn't know, Bill Murray just paid out $100,000 to uh, some chick for sexually assaulting her on the set of a Aziz Asari and sorry, uh, movie back in the springtime. Jeez. Aziz just can't get out of his own way, huh? And speaking of Gina Davis, she revealed how he also abused her on the set of a film in the late 90s, late 80s, something like that. And then uh, what's been trending on Twitter is this video has been going around of them doing a talk show and she's so clearly uncomfortable and he keeps like purposely touching her to, just to aggravate her. Oh. It's so mm. gross. Anyway, speaking of our hero, Gina Davis. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. I'll stop talking now. I'm going to drink my mimosa. <laughs> I do have to say I'm a little bit confused about how the rules of Beetlejuice work. Because you say his name three like, times. Right. You say you say his name three times and he comes into like your world. You say his name three times again and he goes back into the like into the model. You say home three times and you get yourself out of the model. It's it's kinda it was a little bit like, hmm, I'm not sure what the rules one hundred percent are. Hmm. You say his name twice 
and then stop yourself from saying it a third time, but then it gets said a third time a little bit later. It's like how much time has to go by in between times for it to like reset. Yeah, I wondered that too. Yeah. And then I was like, eh, whatever. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Doesn't <laughs> super it's a doesn't campy matter. movie. It's actually probably better that those rules like aren't spelled yeah. out. Then you yeah. get like too bogged down in like uh-huh. the world's building yeah. that it's just let it be what it is. Yeah. That you know, maybe the character was just like, I wonder what happens if I say it three times if he if it stops him as well as starts him. Let's find out. <laughs> Let's and find out. Oh, hey, yeah, it worked. Out. Yeah. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> so fun though, the dinner scene is that is classic. The Deo scene. Yes. That is my favorite. That's so funny. Iconic. Iconic. And Catherine O'Hara is just wonderful again. Yeah. yeah she yeah. can do no wrong. She yeah. can do no wrong. But, like, the funny thing, so it's, like, again, not having seen the movie before, there's, like, things you just kind of know about mm. the movie because it is such a, like, pop culture touchstone. And, like, you know, not knowing what the scene was building up to and, like, the shrimp. The I'm, like, why? Like, I get it. It's Tim Burton. But, like, why the comically large puppet shrimp? And then you're like, oh, I get it because it was in fact a puppet. Because <laughs> it was going to pay back later. Mm-hmm. So what, what did you think, though, in general? I think it holds up. I mean, <laughs> yes, you know, like beetle Beetlejuice is, you know, of questionable morals, but I think that is also the point, and the movie yeah. is not necessarily yeah. like applauding his behavior. No, um, well, but he is, I yeah, think essentially the he's our psycho villain. Like he's not exactly, a, yeah. yeah, exactly. But yeah, I think there were still there were bits that I found very funny and clever, and I I also just really love um, in 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 certain instances such as this going back to like really early days of like special effects mm. and like just seeing how cheesy it looks yeah. and like in Tim Burton's world it like almost plays to the overall aesthetic and it like works yeah. to the advantage totally. of the film so like I think that's always kind of fun to be like wow I wonder how cutting edge this looked in mm. 1988 um but yeah I I think I yeah I enjoyed it I I really I enjoyed it as much as I hoped I was going to yeah, and I don't think coming into it as an adult took that much away from it. Good. To, to sort of counter, I I worry that, like, you know, parts of Hocus Pocus maybe don't have that same mm. allure to it. But even mm. at the same point, I, we'll wait till we get there. I feel right. like my opinion on Hocus Pocus is changing by the millisecond. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I, overall, I, I, I love this movie. It's so much fun. Yeah. It was good. Me say deo, daylight comes and we want to go home. And what's funny as an adult watching it is like, you know, there are things about it that are like scary-ish, but it's never like, right? it's never really scary. Yeah. It's done as a kid. Yeah. But it's never actually like, never feel like people are actually like in danger. Yeah, because it's meant to be more campy than yeah. scary. Like it's mm-hmm. it's funneled through a more comedic yeah. lens. Yes. 
And like, is so is intentionally. Because Beetlejuice is just so over the top. Yeah. Yeah. Like the character himself is just so over the top that it's hard to, you know, that it's not going to be a scary movie, like essentially. Mm -hmm. I mean, I will say like the, the snake scene, when the banister comes to life as a snake, like that's, that's pretty rough. But that's another thing that like, as a kid, that's really rough. Uh, Like that's scary. That's true. Alex was watching with us and he did hide under his blanket after that part. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. But even like, in like in yeah, sorry, finish your thought. No, I was saying we were like, well, maybe you should just go downstairs and play. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you should just go do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> but I really thought that the like scary quote unquote parts lasted a lot longer. And again, I think it was just like as a kid, that's how it felt, and then that, as an adult, it's like no. Yeah, most of this is like mm-hmm. singing and running around, and it's like. <laughs> overall ridiculousness (laughs) yeah yeah um yeah so what i was gonna say in watching i sort of feel like the character that michael keaton was playing in much ado about nothing he was like bringing some like beetlejuice energy yes (laughs) yes i feel like maybe the direction was like remember what you did in beetlejuice work with that yeah, Beetlejuice <laughs> only British. <laughs> like Shakespeare. Yeah, I, I feel like that maybe was the no. Like just go with go with that and see where it takes you. <laughs> I don't think you're wrong there. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> um, any last thoughts on Beetlejuice before we move on? I'm glad I finally watched it. I yeah. am too. It's 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 just so much fun. And I love that it has a happy ending. Yeah. 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 Uh, the next movie we watched was Hocus Pocus 2. I, who wants to start? Uh, no, go ahead, Shandy. You go. Um, I was nervous going into it. So I think one of the things that helped me was my expectations were, like, on the ground. Mm. Because as we talked about last year, it was like, why are they doing this? We don't need to do this. So I think overall, like, I thought it was actually really fun. I'm not a super huge fan of the ending. Okay. But I thought it was fun. I mean, it was kind of just like a remake of the other one, you know, with, like, an updated cast and, like, more modern storylines. Uh, I will say I was really impressed with the the sisters. Because that was the other thing. Was like, it's been a really long time. 19 years. Right. Almost 30, 29. 29, 20. That's right. Yeah, okay. That's, That's right. right. A child built, born in, built in the early 90s <laughs> is almost 30. Right, 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 right. Which one of the articles that I read was like, it's unclear why they didn't wait, just wait for like a clear 30, like a like a, an even 30. It's like, yeah, that is kind of weird. But anyway, so like 30 years later, almost I was like, how, they're supposed to look the same. Like, how is that? And I was actually kind of impressed. They they kind of almost pulled it off. Except for, uh, what's her name? Uh, Sarah. Sarah Jessica uh, Parker's eyeliner. Like, the, why her, did we her, need- This, this. Yeah, yeah, it was the face. It was, it was the eyes. It was the, it was the eyes. It like was the, not, she was the one that looked like she had aged the most. And it was not working. And it was, and it was only because she had, like, the black eyebrows and the dark like, eyeliner. It was, something looked different and different. Uh, different was, about that that they i think that they yeah. just easily could have yeah. fixed but they easily could have fixed too much yeah i also thought her acting was the 
least convincing of of the three. Like the other two, like acted like they're supposed. I mean, it's like you're reprising a role that like so. And, and she they wasn't even changed. She wasn't they're, even given that much to do, to be honest. Like, because yeah. even the funny oh, bit why. with the Roombas was not hers, right? That was no, Kathy no, and Jimmy's. Yeah. That was yeah. Kathy and Jimmy's bit. Yeah. Which was kind of yeah. brilliant. I, really I loved it. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> the Roombas. I was like, oh my God, I want a flying beep bop boop. Two of them. <laughs> Two of them. A fleet. A fleet of them. A fleet of beep bop boops. <laughs> yeah. A fleet for your feet. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. I I loved it, actually. I'll be the voice of, of Dissentian way. I truly, like, had the best time watching it. I don't know. I took a gazillion notes. I laughed. I thought there were so many hilarious things. I was excited to see Hannah Waddington and Tony Hale and the dude from Ten Lasso who plays Edwin Akufu, the, the angry um, owner of the South African team that wanted... Uh, that throws a temper tantrum at the end after Sam yeah. decides. Yeah, that was him. Oh, oh shit! I pe- I huh. was like, I know this actor. I know this actor. And yeah. I was like, where do I know him from? And I was like, oh, that Rebel Wilson, that terrible Rebel Wilson movie, <laughs> senior year. Oh, he yeah. is the love interest in that. Oh. I didn't even make the Ted Lasso reference. Yeah, it's from Ted Lasso. Okay. Um, I loved Izzy and Becca. I loved the salt thing because I was a big Supernatural fan. And that's like the whole thing on Supernatural. They all, always solved that shit by just putting salt on things. So I was like, <laughs> oh, these authors must have been a fan. <laughs> these writers. I love that they came back with the dance number. I was just oh, like, oh, this is the kind of movie. Good. This is where we're going. All right, let's go. <laughs> strong. Came in strong. Came in strong. I love that one of them was like, I literally cannot stop watching them. (laughs) (laughs) I love that they tricked them with the the Instagram filters to think they were looking younger. I thought that was hilarious. (laughs) I love that there was a Siri Alexa joke. I, I just, I thought like it was so campy, so like just fun. And I, but I didn't go in there thinking we were going to get a masterpiece because, you know, I thought the first one was very cheesy, campy, having, you know, seen it at a different age. So, like, for me, I was like, oh my God, this is hilarious. It, like, hits the jokes. And, uh, what was the song that they, they had the, the flash mob do? Oh, one way or another. Yeah. Yeah. I I I mean, mean, nothing can top the song that they sang in the first one. I know. I put a spell on, was it I put a spell on you? It was I put a spell on you. Yeah. But I do like the witches are back. Yeah. But I also feel like, because in my mind, I like, I envision a scene where Bette Midler is like, guys, I'll just call Sir Elton and just see if he will give us the rights to do the song for the movie. Like, don't worry about it. (laughs) And then in this fantasy in my mind, she calls Elton John on the phone and they talk it out. And it's like these two old bitches. Making some silly content for Disney. That's true. <laughs> you know, I like your version too. I'm just going to pretend that yeah. it happened like that. Yeah, that's just how I see it in my mind. <laughs> I, I do too now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I, I, yeah. Um, also, last night, and Amanda, we might have talked about this, but. I either realized for the first time or re-remembered for the first time last night, and my mind was blown for no reason whatsoever, that 
Sarah Jessica and Par- Parker and Bette Midler were in the first Wives Club together. Yeah. We did not oh. talk about it, but let's talk about it now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they super were. They super were. She was the 12-year-old. She was the 12-year-old. That Morty was dating. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie so much. Okay, one day, wow, guys, we have to do First Wives Club, My Cousin Vinny, like classics from that era. Okay. Like legit classics. I don't classics think I've seen that First I Wives Club. <gasps> it's it's so, good. I know. It's fun. Yeah. I'd be down. Okay. You've seen My Cousin Vinny, right? Well, so, Yes. But I don't really remember anything from it. I wrote it's a like, paper on it when I got my paralegal certification. Thank you very much. Well, and see that, like, if I had done something like that, then maybe I would remember it. The problem is if I see a movie once and eh. don't, like, talk about it a lot with anyone. Well, it then, is from, like, like later, I will understand so. nothing. Yeah. yeah or I will remember nothing. Say so, uh, the attic of your mind. Yeah. yeah. So it's like technically I've seen it, but it's almost like I haven't seen it. Oh, yeah. well, let's do it one of these months because it's one of my favorites. I watched it so many times growing up because it was one of my grandpa's favorite movies. Mm. And it's just as fun as my as First Wife's Club, which love. I think it holds up. I'd like to say it holds up. I don't know if well, it does. Find out. I haven't watched it in like 20 years, so it might not. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say it does. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I watched we it. Can, uh, we can do an episode on it and we'll find out. We'll find out. Anyway, First Wives Club, great movie. That was yep. the famous that was the movie where it the has the famous scene at the end with Ivana Trump um making the yeah. joke. Don't get mad, get everything. Yes. <laughs> Talking about how, you know, get everything from Donald Trump, but like anyway. Eh. You make a face now, but you don't know. You don't know because you haven't yeah. seen it. You so, know the context. Some jokes will feel dated. I mean, you could say that <laughs> of any movie. <laughs> but yes, Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Loved it. Hocus Pocus. I, I, I loved it. I really did. The end. <laughs> I am liking it more the more distance I get from it. <laughs> like at the end. Well, no. I think when they first, they like come back and start singing. I'm like, oh, gosh, I'm going to hate this. This is coming on way too strong. But then by the end, I'm just like, uh, you know, they're, win- they're winning me over. Is this a movie <laughs> I needed? Absolutely not. <laughs> it, is it like a very blatant money grab to get people oh to pay attention to the Disney app and like yep. Disney's properties? Like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Was it like very self-referential? Like, yes. Mm. But did it have a lot of really good bits? Yes, also. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did it try to overcorrect for the lack of diversity in the original? Sure did. Yes. Sure, sure did. did. The unnecessary scene of the the lovely, handsome gay couple watching TV at home on Halloween night. Did we need They're that? watching Hocus Pocus. <laughs> right. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. But by the end, I was like, you know what? I I, just, I didn't hate the time I spent watching this movie. It was yeah. it had its moments. Yeah. It was funny. I agree. the The young girls were really really enjoyable. They I really were. liked that direction. That like there was no love interest. That it was just yes. about these these Friends. girls and their friendships. And like yes. it felt really authentic to like what I imagine life as a teenager nowadays is like. <laughs> <laughs> I would know, but. How I'd like to imagine it would be. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll watch again next year and see if I have any, if I uh, grow warmer towards it. 
Because yeah. I didn't realize that the first movie super tanked when it came out. And it wasn't it has sort of become popular uh-huh. and a cult classic. I mean, as all cult classics do in the subsequent years yeah, after yeah, yeah. its box office release. So yep. huh. I feel like if that is the case, this movie is well on its way to following a similar trajectory. Yeah, I agree. I still, I do have lingering questions and I understand that they're just not going to be answered. But much but, like Beetlejuice, ooh. these movies right. aren't made for questions. <laughs> But lingering, like, fundamental questions about when you um, are transformed into a statue and then burst into dust, that seems pretty final. So how do you come back 29, like, years later? And then when it happens again... Like, because they've been saying, like, oh, there could be a third one. That was actually my last note here is, <laughs> end credits. Are we getting a trilogy, question mark? Yeah. I kind of hope not. I feel like, I feel like they, it wasn't a great explanation, but, like, it was, oh, it was, like, logical adjacent. <laughs> so you could kind of, like, excuse it. As, mo- like, okay, as most they tried. campy they tried to explain are. it. Like, whatever, let's just keep watching. Let's go with it. But I feel like if you try and do it again, it's going to be like, no, guys, guys, we can't keep doing this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And Bette Midler lost all of her, like, wonderful, delicious evilness at the end, which is what I did not like. But, you know, I did not enjoy seeing her cry over. I, I love the sisterhood. Yes. I did not enjoy seeing her cry over the sisters. But it came full circle in the end. With the whole reason that they were, which is to begin with, was because her two sisters were in danger. And she saved them and ran off into the woods. So at the end, when she was tested, yeah. she still had that little bit of humanity left where she might still be evil, but she still cared about her sisters you know, that was what she valued the most. And I I don't know. I thought that was very sweet. Yeah. I think if you don't think too hard about it, it's it's satisfying. Yeah. Because, like I, I mean, I wasn't super a huge fan of the, like, the backstory that they gave them anyway. Like, that whole part. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I didn't need that at um, all. So. Agreed. Although I did need Hannah Waddington. So always, I wish we had always. more That of goes her. without saying. More of her in the movie. Less of the backstory. Yeah. <laughs> Although, did you guys? I had completely missed this part that the um, the bird is her. Hannah Waddington. Yeah. I did. I missed that completely. Daniel they show her changing into it. Yep, yeah, I clearly was on my phone. I was not. <laughs> I missed it. I completely missed it. So when you see the bird at the end, I was like, "Why is the bird there again?" And I was like, "Really." <laughs> Okay, so it was a very obvious thing. I missed it. Okay, guys, don't text and watch a movie. No, nothing. <laughs> little, little PSA from me to you. Watch the, watch the damn movie. Put your phone down. <laughs> I did love the end credit scenes, though. The walk at the end. The witches are back sequence that you mentioned. Like, I don't know. I yeah. thought it was really fun. Did anybody else catch Bette Midler saying, bye-bye? <laughs> sure didn't. I'm pretty sure it was her. I just wrote down... Bye-bye in capital letters. Right after I wrote down she valued her sisters the most, cryy face. So I 
assume that it was Bette Midler that said bye-bye. But yeah, I was very much like, oh my God, she listens to Maggie's voicemail. <laughs> That's kind yeah. of how her sister says bye-bye. Bye-bye. Like, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I also liked the comedy of the the door opening automatically. Oh, that was oh, yeah. She must be that so powerful. Really <laughs> <laughs> did you like that in the end she actually was a witch but didn't realize it? Or did you want it to kind of be like she was a normie that had special, that, you know, just used her own wits to like, instead of special powers? I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. I think it was kind of a clever a clever addition. I feel like that is also like if you they were gonna go for a third movie, like sort of building laying yeah. groundwork for like the next generation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because you know, the Sanderson sisters are, you know, like you can't keep bringing them back. Yeah. You can only turn to dust or <laughs> particles so many times. <laughs> Did you like seeing um God, what was his name? The the zombie. Oh yeah, Billy Butcherson. Yeah, I did. Yeah, did anybody... more backstories and more? You know, did anybody notice that the stitches on Billy's mouth look like they spelled out kink? I did not nope. notice that. Sure didn't. I kept trying. I was like, it really looks like kink. <laughs> what an Easter egg! <laughs> <laughs> In a movie um, ripe with uh, Easter eggs. Yeah, so many. So many. So many. The Madonna costume coming through the crowd. There was. Oh, I, I think I missed that. I think I missed yeah. that too. Yeah, in the in like the mob where they were basically just doing a ripoff of the Thriller dance. Yeah, yes. yeah through yeah, the streets 100%. of Salem. Yeah. Um, one of them was dressed up like uh, the mom from the first nice. movie with the yeah. Madonna cones. Yeah. There was something else that was like really like okay, guys, we get it, we get it. <laughs> See, I love that shit. I love that stuff so much because you know I don't know I. I go to watch these to like, they're all popcorn movies to me where you just, yeah. you know, yeah. I want to yeah. shout out, have a good time, laugh, be like, ha ha I get that joke. Because <laughs> it makes you feel good when you get an inside joke. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> just makes your heart a little bit happier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. I would say overall fun. Again, like I had really low expectations. Um, and so, you know, I was pleasantly surprised. Same. Yeah. Overall, I would still say, like, fun. Glad I saw it. There we go. Same. Yeah. Same. Um, the only other... Did you guys watch anything else? I wish I could tell you I did. <laughs> I I mean, I've been, like, watching um, the latest season of um, What We Do in the Shadows as it comes... So I've, I've technically been, you know, caught up for it. It wrapped, like, a while ago. That's been fun. I will say, I think it, they're more fun to binge, so... Yeah. You guys are doing it right. They are more fun to binge. <laughs> it's funnier when, you, binging, when you're watching. You mean watching one episode every three weeks. That's that's <laughs> what you mean by binging. Mm, okay. But, it, like, yeah, just if you can binge, I think that's better than the one episode a week. That's um, what I would binge. Format. Mm. So, um, I don't know. I might go back at some point and, like, watch the last season as a season altogether. Uh, it was fun. But it's like you don't by the next week – You've kind of forgot. You lose some, yeah. Yeah, no, I hear yeah. you. And I still want to go back and watch the original movie that it's all based yeah. on. Oh, yeah. that's right. That's fun, too. I was kind of hoping yeah. to be able to, like, put that in for, like, our yeah. our this chat, and I just didn't get to it. So. Oh, there's always Halloween. next Halloween. Yeah, there's next um, Halloween. 
Since um, uh, the Monsters was so bad, <laughs> I ended up, like, going on Netflix and, like, looking at their top ten trending, like, you know, things right now. Mm-hmm. And one of them was a movie called The Curse of Bridge Hollow. And I was like, all right, it's an hour and a half. It looks like, you know, a Halloween Hallmark movie. Let me check this out. But then when I Googled it, it did not have great reviews. So I ended up starting The Watcher instead, which was, we talked about this last week. It's um, based on a true story. It happened in New Jersey in 2014. A couple, a family that moves into a house in a very wealthy neighborhood in New Jersey, and they get these threatening letters. Um, I remember reading, hearing about it, reading about it back when they, like, made what was going on public in, like, 2018-ish. It was, I feel like it was around the time when Alex was a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had kind of forgotten about it, and then I listened to the Generation Y podcast, and they did an episode last year covering it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I do vaguely remember this. They get these, like, creepy, threatening notes. It goes on for a couple of years until they finally move. But, like, just the whole the whole story is ridiculous. So the Watcher, <sighs> they use – so this, the characters are uh, – the family is based on real characters. The notes that they read, that they get the threatening things are are real. But everything else is, like, Hollywood liberty. So – you know, there's new characters, and my understanding is that they give a resolution to the story. And I haven't gotten that far. I've only watched three. That they give a resolution to the story when the real-life culprit they never caught. But, mm-hmm. you know, where's the fun in that, I guess, in a TV right, series? Right. But I I don't know. I'm into it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch till the end. I think there's only, like, seven episodes. Uh, that's an easy commitment. <laughs> That so. is a hard pass for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's super close I to appla- home. I applaud it's you. Close to home. Yeah. It's super creepy. And the fact yeah. that it happened in real life and these people like yeah, stayed exactly. in their house for years despite getting threats and things <gasps> like clear break-ins and like there was allegedly like secret tunnels in the house and like oh my God. super fucking yeah. creepy. I re-downloaded the um, Generation Y episode this uh, this afternoon actually. Um, I'm going to re-listen to it. It's almost 10 o'clock now as a recording, so I probably will not watch another one tonight. But um, Mm. I'm going to re-listen to In the Morning um, that episode just, I don't know, to spoil myself, even though I know what happens. But you know (laughs) what I mean. (laughs) And I'm sure there's podcasts that actually, you know, dig into the entire thing since, you know, it was... A big deal during podcast era. But anyway, I recommend it, I guess. I know um, uh, Erin said that she could not get through the first episode because the creative liberties taken were too much since it happened in the town where her brother lives. Totally (gasps) understand that. Totally understand. I'm going to keep going, though. (laughs) Oh, my God. The um, other one that I was going to watch, so it was between that Shadow Matter one this and there was another one called the midnight club and apparently it's about uh, yeah it's like got great reviews but it looked too depressing so that's why i didn't pick it it's about a group of kids who are living in um a hospital for terminally ill you know adolescents and they make a pact with each other to um i guess whoever dies has to try to like make contact with the other 
the kids that are left or something, which I was like, okay, this might be intriguing, but I don't know if I'm like emotionally available for this since I've got to mm-hmm. steer up for um, uh, Handmaid's Tale soon. But then I read a review on it. It was non-spoilery. It I had more plot details than I'm giving now, though, where apparently there's like some really good side plots that um, isn't like on the Netflix description. Um and the author of the review said that they went in dreading that it was going to be, like, a really depressing, like, tearjerker. But it actually is really good and, and well done hmm. with good performances. Hmm. So, I don't know. I might watch that. I'll let you know. Yeah, it keeps popping up on my um, my Netflix. Yeah. Things to watch. And I'm like, mm, I don't think so. <laughs> they must think, they must, like, really think it's good because they keep, like, pushing it on me, too. Yeah. They're like, this is the number four streaming one for the day. <laughs> yeah, I think that's because it's like now they have that stupid carousel. Where yeah. It's just like, here's all the top rated things. It's like, Netflix, I don't want to be like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> but I also want to know what everybody else is talking about <laughs> at the same but time. I also don't want to be super lame and have no idea what the rest of the world is doing. So <laughs> fine. Goodbye. <laughs> I want to just read the comments later yeah. <laughs> so I can form my own opinion based on those. Based on the comments. <laughs> I have to form my own opinion based on other people's opinion <laughs> without having actually watched the thing. Oh, that's how you know that we're getting into old millennial territory. <laughs> Not by a lot. <laughs> All right. I'll let you know if I do end up watching that. I also uh, really want to watch Alaska Daily, which is the Hillary Swank one, because there's billboards everywhere, all up and down Glenwood. I'm like, why is this show that good? The um, trailer is very good. I kept getting um, like promos for it when I was watching, I guess, the last episode of What We Do in the Shadows that I watched. That was Uh, because that, I believe, is on Hulu. It's an ABC show. No, yes. it's going to be on Disney. I don't yes, know, but no. I, I think Hulu is how I've watched where what we do in the shadows. Right, right. Yeah. That's But like Alaska Daily, I think, is also gotcha. available on Hulu is what I'm saying. So like they were pushing it. And the promos were very good. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. this is what it's about? I'm pretty interested. I am kind of interested too. Yeah. So we'll see what I do next. It's a lot of stuff. All right. Speaking of, let's take a quick break and we will get into the feedback. Here we go. All right, we are back. We are ready to get into some feedback. The first bit of feedback is from JP, and he wants to know, Amanda, I would love to know what your opinion of the of Beetlejuice the movie versus Beetlejuice the musical. Hmm. I might like the musical better. More songs? I've only seen the musical the one time, and, you know, I'm a sucker for a musical. It was a very enjoyable night at the theater. But you've also only seen the movie one time. <laughs> yeah, but I've also only seen the movie one time. <laughs> very confusing. And that was an enjoyable evening on my couch, so. <laughs> we know theater trumps couch anytime. I think it does, especially, you know, it was good company. It was, you know, it yeah. was the experience of theater. I think, you know, now having seen the movie, I think it was a very clever um, adaptation. Yeah. I normally don't love the, like, here was a popular movie. Let's make a musical out of it. But I think I will make an exception in this case because I thought it was very well done and I very much enjoyed it. And um, now having seen the movie. I, nice. Yeah. I, they. Um, I enjoyed it a little more. Uh, we're seeing, we're taking the kids on December 4th or 5th to see Elf the Musical. 
Mm. It's coming to DPAC. Um, and then uh, Beetlejuice is coming to DPAC too. And I asked Jay oh. if he wanted to see it, and he said no. So if anyone wants to come see Beetlejuice with me at DPAC, I'll get his tickets. Holler. I think you should go. I think you should go. It, was, it was enjoyable. Okay. Go by yourself. I went to a Broadway musical by myself once. It was not as awkward as you think it was. It you was know, actually, it I, was a nice uh, take myself out kind of evening. I go to the movies by myself on the regular. Yeah. As long yeah. as you give me a beer or something, I will just sit there and mind my business. Yeah. Like, yeah. I won't and try to the, talk to you, stranger yeah. person next to me. I'll just <laughs> occupy myself. You know, and it's kind of nice because you actually have time. To- you're there by yourself, so you have time to actually read the program. That's always like, I like to read the program when I go see a Broadway show. And then when you go to sit with someone else, you have to talk to them. So I never get to read the program. A fair point. (laughs) (laughs) Next bit of feedback is from Greg. He said, for the record, I am right-handed. So uh, starting with my left shoe feels odd, but it feels right to me. Um, I feel it enough that if I pick up my right shoe first, I will put it down and do the left first. Interesting. Mm. Honestly, I think that that's, again, I paid attention this week. So mascara, I do switch hands. Yep. Unless I'm just doing a touch-up, I notice that if I have to touch it up, I'll just, I'll do the flip thing because I just need to, you know, do a like, oh, I got a little clump here or I missed a little spot there. But when I'm applying for the first time, I switch hands. I have to pay attention to that and I pay attention to my shoes and I do also vary it as well. Like I do vary it. So I was not crazy with that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Jessica says, great episode talking about our OMG G BF. Right? No, G? No? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. GBF. <laughs> uh, AKA our episode with Kulki. Great episode. It's great to hear Kulki again. I miss his voice to clear things up for Rob. He did and does know my name. We knew that, Jessica. Because <laughs> it all hung out together in person for years. Just that episode, he was trying to say Jalen and Jessica at the same time, and somehow it came out as Jennifer and the rest of his history. Obviously. And then Rob came into the comments and was like, thank you for clearing my name. (laughs) (laughs) We love you, Rob. Oh, Rob. All right. uh, Now we've got uh, some math what she said. I'm not coming. Don't clean those off until you absolutely have to, because nature will do its thing if you just let it. <laughs> oh, it's over? I'm used to these things just going on. Still in the same position. Starting from the bottom and going top? Someone earned their bonus. We could have been doing it now. The last time we did it, it threw me off for the rest of the week. How many buttons are on that thing? I'm mean, talking about a Kate Middleton dress. Have you ever paid attention that Kate Middleton, her dresses and like coat dresses are just covered in buttons? <laughs> I saw a Twitter buttons. thread once where they were just like posting pictures of her outfits and counting the buttons. And like some of them had like 30 buttons. And I was like, fuck, wow. they are right. That woman wears a lot of buttons. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I did not notice that. But now I will pay attention. I can't mm-hmm. not see it now. Truly, yeah, I can't. Yeah, I yeah. cannot not see can, it ever I since I saw that, that Twitter thread. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> uh, do you have to talk through the whole thing? Minor backstory there. I came. <laughs> okay, that's it. We're done. You know what? That's that's we have reached the best match which she said ever. 
I think we can, I think we can stop. I think we have to retire after that. that <laughs> Minor backstory there. <laughs> um, but to, yeah, we're done. We're done. That's it. Done. That, we're I can't. We're going to go on top. We're going to go on top. On top. No. There's no way it's on that one. <laughs> Hey, you know, I uh, never pointed out when we were talking about the movie that uh, there's really only two and a half choices for an episode title. And that would be direct quotes from the Hocus Pocus movie, Resting Witch Face, and Gothic (laughs) Golden Girls. And if we're going sentimental, the broadcast coven. Because a witch is nothing without her coven. Yeah. So we learned. So we learned. That was another thing that tied us all back from the beginning to the end. But anyway, think about it. We'll take a vote on Thursday. Okay, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We've got uh, some emails. Here we go. Does anybody want to read Matt's movie email? Sure. Matt wrote in about Halloween movie feedback. Hey, broads. This feedback is super last minute as Hocus Pocus 2 is playing while I'm writing this. I thought I'd have an extra day, but oh well. Hey, me too. So did she. <laughs> At like 8.20, she's like, fuck, we're recording in 10 minutes. And we we're like, see ya. <laughs> I can't say what I've seen of the sequel has won me over, but I know I'm not in the target audience, which is people who think the original is a good movie. Ooh, Ooh shots, shots are fired. fired. A big part of this one is about that fandom, especially since this movie owes its existence entirely to the following this film has gotten in the past 30 years. While my grade is incomplete from the hour and change I saw, I'll say I didn't hate it, but I didn't really like it either. Kind of how I felt about the monsters. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Beetlejuice a few times and I remember watching the cartoon as a kid. Oh, All right. if only I could find those action figures I also had. Oh, SJ, I'm sure he has them in a pile somewhere. <laughs> And I mean that with all sincerity. (laughs) I don't know what else I can add to the conversation besides it's still a lot of fun, although things like the headhunter bit wouldn't fly today. Uh, Not to mention getting past Jeffrey Jones's creepy ass. Dude, Jeffrey Jones, wait, before we move on from this, because I meant to say this before, did you know that he was arrested and spent time in jail for child porn? I think, Ah! no, soliciting a minor. Soliciting a minor. Oh, Jesus. Okay, didn't you? Wow. <laughs> let, let sit on that for a little while. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> All right. Uh, otherwise, it has a lot of the touchstones that put Tim Burton on the map, and seeing Winona Ryder in only her third movie. Oh. Oh. You could tell she was just getting started. For some other recommendations, I know I probably uh, won't top last year's "What We Do in the Shadows" recommendation, but here are two. Over the Garden Wall on Hulu and HBO Max for now. Uh, this quick mini series, 10 episodes, about 11 minutes each. Ooh. Oh, even better. It's like Bluey <laughs> for adults. It is about two brothers who find themselves lost in a mysterious forest. It probably would be okay for Zach and Alex to watch. This is a visually distinct weird trip. Uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil on Amazon. On the other end is this R-rated parody about two buddies looking to have a fun weekend at their cabin in the woods, but due to several misunderstandings, a group of college kids they run into are convinced that they are murder hillbillies. (laughs) 
Interesting. Funny, uh, clever send-up of that Cabin in the Woods genre film, and while bloody, is probably still a lot more palatable to the squeamish crowd. That's all I can get in for now, which may be uh, TWSS, so happy Halloween and happy watching. Um, I'm into checking out both those recommendations. Thank you. I really like Cabin in the Woods, that random fucking weird movie. (laughs) Did you guys see that movie? No, no. Okay, it's uh, is it uh, Chris Hemsworth? One of the Chris's. Is it Thor? I don't know. One of them was in it. Anyway, it's from like ten years ago. I enjoyed it. It's a horror movie. Oh. But yeah, no, super into this over the garden wall thing, especially because it's eleven minutes. Yeah, and, uh, that's wow. exciting. That's pretty great. <laughs> Again, Bluey for adults. Amanda, are you guys into Bluey yet? It's so great. I'm so excited for you to be into Bluey. It's the only children's show out there that parents like watching probably more than their kids. <laughs> Universally accepted. So I have heard. So I, I feel good. like every parent that's like further along on their parenting journey than I am have has said that about Bluey. And there's we are still. The- Solidly in Sesame Street land. Okay. We haven't we haven't really deviated from that. It's yet. definitely more of the like two, three, four year old crowd, but it's just it's so good. Like it's so good. We've been I mean, we discovered it when it first came on and we I feel like we've told a million people about it. Just like in Kanto. We saw it when it was in movie theaters mm-hmm. before it was streaming and we were just like, Oh guys, you gotta go see this movie and then it was streaming and then everybody was like, Have you really seen this movie? And we're like, Yes, motherfuckers, we saw this a month ago. <laughs> we told you about it. <laughs> we were talking about Bruno before it was cool to. Um. <laughs> Where can one watch bluey it's on disney plus okay but there's seven minutes each uh, it's about two sisters they're uh blue healers and it's just wonderful like the amount i think uh, jay has the record in this house for people who have cried the most amount of times during episodes because <laughs> they oh, I, I know big surprise the guy that whenever he needs to get emotions out rewatches uh parks and rec when leslie and ben get married just so he can feel feels <laughs> and feel better again um true story this is true in our house um i'm like oh this is on are you doing okay is everything okay what's going on do you need a hug you need a hug don't you (laughs) when et goes on i'm like oh do we need to talk about something what's really bothering you (laughs) um thanks for the recommendations matt we will check them out indeed um and then we've got we uh, have an email from Drake, um, and he says, a Ghost Story, Part 3, Return of the Ghost. Hello, brats! So something completely out of left field happened that I would never have imagined. The woman from a little over a month ago hit me up after midnight to come get her from her parents' house. So I do, because I said I'd always help her if she needed me. I take her to my place, and she just wants to cuddle and lay on the couch. Then she wants to go to sleep in the bed. One thing leads to another, and we fuck a few times. I checked my phone later, and her mom texted me that she just got out of a mental health facility on Monday and was suicidal and to watch her. I took her back to her parents in the afternoon, and her mom was very thankful she was okay. I really want to get her better. I'm sorry. I really want her to get better, uh, but I don't want her to think I'm, ha- I'm her savior and her way back to the light. I will do whatever I can to help her parents get the help she needs. But going forward, it will be hard to not be with 
to not be with her physically without some guilt in thinking I am doing the wrong thing or taking advantage of her. Hmm. And then the final update that he has um, is, Hello, broads. After the escapades that occurred in my last update, I found out that a lot a lot of information that was somehow somewhat hard to swallow, but I had to swallow it all the same. To make a long story short, I was talking to her mother, and I was not her only boyfriend, and she has basically been lying to about everything to everyone. Her mom spoke to her husband, and they both understand that I was one of her victims. But I seem to actually care about her well-being and didn't just want to fuck her and dump her like the others. She basically lied to him and at least two other guys over the past few years about what she was doing or who she was with. Her husband, who holds no grudge against me, let me know they have never been separated or had any divorce papers drafted until now. She tried to kill herself the day after she was with me and part of me did feel guilty because I didn't let her stay with me. But now she is finally getting the help she needs and is back home with her kids. I do not plan on continuing contact with her and just want her to continue getting help and be there for her children. I've always had trust issues with people, especially ones that want to be in a relationship with me, and I think this is the only this is only going to make my trust issues worse. I think sometimes my desire to be wanted and loved by someone blinds me to the red flags because I don't think I can do better than someone who is emotionally damaged or unhappy in their life. Drake. Oh, I know that's so tough, Drake. And I hope that you typing that out loud to us indicates that some part of you realizes that this isn't true. Mm. Yeah, yeah, man. That's I could see though how that would not help with t- trust issues. I'm glad that she's getting the help that she needs. It sounds like it was a super fucked up situation, and I'm glad that you're not involved anymore because it doesn't sound like it's good for anyone. Mm. And I hope that you can. Trust somebody else. And I hope that she continues to get serious about getting the help that she needs because it sounds like she needs a lot of help. A lot of help. Yeah. A lot of yeah. help. And I hope that her children are in a situation that is not going to have negative impacts on them for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Yeah. So sorry that happened to you. And I hope that you know that that is not indicative of your worth or anything like that other than... Like, you are a good person, and her parents and her husband recognize that. Yeah. Mm. Um, I am so sorry, and obviously keep us updated with, you know, anything in the future. Yeah. Yes. Or just send us an email for fun. Yeah. That too. All right, then we will finish this with um, an update from Andy, or two. Yeah. We're a slight backlog on Andy. That's a weird thing to say. Okay. And Andy says, hey, broads, he's taking another week, uh, the co-worker, so what are the odds that he's coming back? By now, I'm thinking 10% or less. Hashtag I'm with hers, Andy. Oh, no. I have a feeling we're going to find out. Yeah. Stay tuned for the stunning stunning conclusion. (laughs) Hey, broads. Well, it's been a few weeks, and he's still not back. Uh. <laughs> I got the feeling from the last time I talked to my manager that even she doesn't know what's going on. What the hell? Time. I can't promise anything, but I should really try and have a serious talk with my boss about this. About this this week. Wish me luck. Hashtag I'm with hers, Andy. Good um, luck, Andy. I yes, hope it works luck. out. This is, the- this is ridiculous, but yeah. we are with you. <laughs> We are with you in, in this in this time. Hashtag get that raise. 
Yeah, Where the fuck do you work that people could just disappear? Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy to me. And still, like, in theory, have a job waiting for them. Yeah. If, it depends on the company's handbook. And if it's because it's, like, mental health companies, sure, their hands are a little tied. Like, if yeah. you say you're on some kind of medical leave. Yeah. Which is good. Fair. Yeah. But, but uh, still, yeah. this is the second time in a row. Yes. Yes. So that's where I'm like, damn. <laughs> yeah, this is very, uh, very unfortunate. Yes. Yeah. Well, best of luck, Andy. Yes. Best of luck. Best of luck. Super Get excited for hearing about whenever the dude comes back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, thank you to everybody that submitted some feedback. If you'd like to submit some feedback, you can email us, thebroadcasters3 at gmail.com, or give us a call, 331-276-2373, or just leave us a comment on uh, Facebook. Um, I hope that everybody is having a nice week so far. Let's go Padres. Beat the Phillies. I got heckled by somebody at Umstead State Park yesterday. I was wearing my Padres hat, and he was like, literally, I was got out of my car to walk, and he was pulling his car out. He stops in the middle of Ebenezer Church Road, which makes only like two of you out there will know what this means. But he stops in the middle of this like busy one lane road, and he's like, "What hat is that?" And I was like, "Padres." He was like, "Oh yeah, we're Phillies are gonna fucking get you guys. Let's go Phillies!" And I was just like, and then mm. so I I don't know if you are familiar. Anybody out there, the San Diego, the goose, there was a goose that landed on the field during an L.A. game, and now San Diego has taken that and, like, made it into a whole big thing. So he's like, we're going to murder that fucking duck. And I was like, I knew he meant goose, so I just shouted. I was like, let's go, Padres. The goose is coming for you. And he just drove off. But, like, I was like, I just got heckled by somebody randomly uh, stopped their car in the middle of the street to yell at me. Yeah, people take sports really seriously. But on the other hand, it was also really, really a fun. little too serious. <laughs> it never ceases to confuse me. Yeah. Or to like to astound me. Yeah. Yelling yeah. at strangers. Like, yeah. don't you have anything more valuable to do with your day? And you don't know the difference between a duck and a goose? That was a like roast duck. Others prefer goose. I was so tickled by that. Anyway. And then I was meeting a friend. No. And she isn't sorry. No, too much. Too much. Too gory. Can't do it. <laughs> Just slip that in there. Some of the listeners will, will get it. <laughs> um. Anyway, good times. All right, let's go Padres. I don't know. This season, the, the time <laughs> you guys hear this in five days, it could be all over, and uh, that would be embarrassing. But I'm going to take a chance. I'm going to take a chance. I'm going to leave this in. Let's put it out into the... Into the other. Yeah. Just get a home run into the universe. Exactly. <laughs> Play ball. Play ball. All right. Can't wait to see everybody next Tuesday at 9 o'clock sharp. We yeah. are going to meet before 9, so we are hitting... Go on the Zoom at 9 o'clock. So be there or be square. Come in your costumes Tuesday the 25th. That's a perfectly great costume. What a good point. Totally. Maybe I'll just be a square. Maybe I'll be a square and Jake can be a uh, circle and I can just try to keep fitting into him. Although I guess it'd be funnier if it was the other way around. If I was the circle and he was the square. That'd be funny and dirty. Like a funny, dirty math joke. I really like like it. it. I think you found it. I knew you were going to think of something. I knew I was going to think of something. I had faith in you. (laughs) So good. We'll figure it out. Um, (laughs) Oh, 
sweet Jesus. All right. On that note, everybody, <laughs> thank you for listening. Super excited. It's going to be the same Zoom link that we use every week, every week, every time we do this. I hope it's still there. It's our personal meeting room, so I'm assuming it's still there. It's been a little while. We will figure something else out. We'll figure it out. Anyway, stay tuned. Get your costumes. See you soon. All right. On that note, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank you, the patrons, special ones that contribute to a certain level. Eckhart Rigner, Tack from Tokyo, Maggie the Magnificent, Joanne with a plan, and Ed the Creepy Poopy Head Mailman. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next week. Live in person, in your costumes. On that note, my name is Colleen. My name is Amanda. And I'm Shandy. Peace out, everybody. Bye. The witches are back. I don't know why I waved. (laughs) 